There has been considerable outrage around several sites of safe injection sites in Toronto, certainly one near Young Dundas Square people have been complaining about. And then, of course, there is one in Leslieville where a woman was killed by a stray bullet not long ago. Residents have finally decided they've had enough. They're filing a class action lawsuit. The uh, person who authored a very lengthy account of all of this in the Globe and in the uh, National Post, I should remember the paper I used to write for, is joining us right now, Derek Finkel. He's also a Leslieville resident. Nice to have you. Hey, good morning, John. How are you doing? Okay. Well, first of all, sort of situate us, I guess. Tell us a bit about this uh, site, and then we can get into what it's done to the neighborhood. Sure. Uh, I should say I, you know, happen to actually live, <laughs> excuse me, across the street from from this, from the health center that houses the uh, supervised injection site, um, and uh, and you know have used my. Uh, I guess you could say my skills as a journalist to, uh, to document uh, what has happened over a series of articles in the post. So what I wrote yesterday is, I think, the fourth long piece like that that I've written about about uh, my neighborhood's dealings, very frustrating dealings at times with the management of this site. But this, the site itself, the, so the health center, the, it's a community health center. It's been around since, I think, 1998 or something like that. But um, the the supervised injection site that 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 launched or that it was one of three sites that launched in Toronto in 2017. Ours opened uh, in uh, late 2017, and you know pretty quickly, certainly within a year or so, uh, as I've written in the past, uh, things in the neighborhood started to change. And you know when um, harm reduction activists. Um, uh, sort of promote these sites or say that they're good, um, what they typically uh, rely upon is research done in places like Vancouver or Europe, cities where drugs were a really, really, you know, going back to heroin were a really serious problem. And Leslieville was not one of those places. It was not comparable. And so when people said to us, hey, don't worry, uh, you know, crime, it won't raise crime, it won't raise uh, drug use, it won't raise uh, overdose, etc. All that turned out to be completely untrue. And so in a place like Leslieville, where we didn't, it wasn't like, you know, downtown Vancouver, um, you know, yes, there's drug use in all parts of downtown Toronto, but uh, it wasn't anything like what you see in documentaries and news clips about Vancouver and so forth over the years. And so what happened was, it was almost like, you know, a self-fulfilling prophecy. So they, and, and I think it was, and I think these sites in places like this are naive in the sense that they, they actually end up creating a problem in a very condensed area where one didn't previously exist. Right. Okay. So give us a feel for what has been going on around this particular site and why residents are fed up. Well, I think there's a part A and a part B. Part A is, is, is that, um, going back to 2019 or so, you know, many people in our neighborhood, there are a hundred children that live on my one block street that go to a school that's like half a block over and they would cut through, um, uh, by the health center, uh, to get to the, to get to their school. And, uh, and, and, you know, by, I want to say 2019 or, or so maybe late 2018, it became like, you know, start parents started to become concerned. 
And so many of us were directing our concerns to the center through various means and to various people at various levels of management. And, uh, and, and long story short, nothing happened. And they just, you know, in, in many cases, they might talk to you, but then they just never did anything. And, you know, in my particular conversation, I spoke to the director of the supervised injection site at the time uh, for like an hour and a half. And she told me, I, I begged her to hire security or build a fence. And, and uh, they just said, oh, we don't have a budget for that. And, you know, when they found a budget um, to hire security, a couple of hours after uh, a mother in our neighborhood was shot by by, you know, three drug dealers who got into an argument on July uh, the 7th. So, um, you know, it, 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 so that's, that's, you know, part, that was like part A and then part B, especially as a journalist, which has been really interesting for me to observe and participate in to some extent is how they responded to the, to the shooting, because, you know, we were basically ignored. um, You know, we had a meeting um, in June before the shooting and we had to, it got to the point where our community had to put together data. We had to actually create a Google form sheet and start documenting what was going on around the center in order so that we could show the CEO of the center, what we saw on the outside of the building. I mean, I don't know how he didn't see it. Look, just all he had to do was look out the window for a few years, but it was like essentially a drug, an open drug market on the side of one side, you know, all around his building, frankly. And, um, and they were like, oh, okay, okay, well, this we think this is part of a homelessness problem. It's not part of a homeless problem. It's part of a supervised injection site problem because the, the, inevitabil- the, the yeah. inevitable consequence Derek, of I these places short, I'm, is I'm drug so dealers. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I really need the right. short version of this. Yeah, sorry, it's really complicated. I um, know, I know, but we issue. only have so much um, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, anyway, so it's... it's, it's um, I think the reason for the lawsuit is is that, you know, there was the shooting three months after the shooting, nothing had happened. And, you know, the the, the province ordered a couple of reviews, which I've written about in the National Post piece, um, which are troubling all into themselves. But I think the lawsuit was the result of people in this neighborhood starting to realize that our government um, was not didn't appear to be that uh, communicative, A, and B, ready to actually address our concerns or even meet with us. So they really left no alternative but for the community to to go to the court. Thank you very much. Appreciate this. You're, you're very welcome. Okay. Uh, Derek Finkel, um, you can read his account in the National Post. 